little announcement about this episode. We had a little bit of an audio issue with Discord, so we got a little bit of a pop and click that occurs when we talk over each other. I know the problem. It will be fixed next episode. I, I toned it down and cleaned it up as much as possible. But uh, yeah, there's a little bit of a, a hiccup there. But the rest of the episode sounds fantastic, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Starfield Raw. Hi everybody, welcome back to Starfield Raw. I am Joe the Widget, and I am joined by my fellow hosts this evening, starting with the man who will take your queen, so watch out, Rook. Hey everybody, this is Rook, and this is going to be a very in-depth and exciting show. Can't wait to get to it. And we're also joined by the man who was Maverick's unknown co-pilot, Archon. Hey everybody, this is Archon. Going to be bringing you a lot of information about shipbuilding today, so hopefully uh, you learn something and keep on coming back. I almost felt like I, I would almost have to bleep that. It was so close to a different word. <laughs> ship building people first i want to just start off guys basically how was your week anything exciting anything interesting going on oh uh, well i'm getting over a cold so i'm a, i'm gonna sound a little bit different than uh last week and i also sound a little different than last week because i finally got a good mic hopefully <laughs> you guys can uh tolerate listening to me this week because <laughs> i don't sound like crap <laughs> we had a little bit of a feedback about all that, but we're we're good. We're good. Everything's fixed. And guys, Starfield is one month away. A little bit less now. Yeah, it's uh they're starting to get more and more dev uh more and more more and more and more and more and more dev interviews and stuff about that the closer we get. More and more, huh? More and more 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 and more. Lots of more. That's the name of the episode. More, 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 more. <laughs> All I know is that it's not close enough. I want to get my hands on this game, and I can't wait to get into it. I know we have the less... more I do, the more I do research, the more I'm like, dude, why can't I jump into this game already? We have like three right? more episodes before we can start talking about our play th- in the game. Oh, I can't wait for mm-hmm. that episode. That's oh, gonna be that's so gonna much be the fun. Best one. It's gonna be the best one. So make sure you tune in. All right, guys. So we're gonna start off with the news. There's only a couple little minor things that came out this week. I was hoping for a little bit bigger of a drop, but really wasn't much but xbox did tag starfield with the play anywhere tag archon do you know what that means yeah basically that means that you can play on pc and xbox you only have to buy one copy of the game and it cross saves so you could play if you want to sit at your computer and play you can if you want to go be lazy on the couch then you could do that too i know we do yeah go ahead now we do have to specify that's buying one digital copy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do they even make hard, you know, actual physical copies anymore? I went to I went to GameStop and uh, surprisingly they do still they do. sell. That's, CD what do you think all the game? collector's editions come in? I mean, they they, they come <laughs> with a physical copy of the game. They send you a box and an empty case. <laughs> yeah, and a code, just a code, just a code. That well, I see that happen. Yeah, 
you open this big box and it had just one slip of paper. <laughs> you, have to, you have to push the button on your watch and it'll give you a code. Yeah. No, <laughs> that would oh, be, that would cool, be a cool way of doing it, though. Heck yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> your activation code. So I think that was a really, really smart idea. Brilliant on their end, actually, that that did this. It makes me want to get an Xbox. I want to get, uh, was that the Series X? Yes. Well, yeah. plus, it also incentivizes people to buy a copy of the game instead of just playing it day one on, on Game Pass. And it gives you some form of incentive to buy a copy because now, if you have a digital copy, you can cross-play it on your two systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and also, it makes it where it's easier... Uh... Well, not easier. It gets you to want to buy an Xbox. So, say in my case, I can put an Xbox in my room, play it on my PC in the living room when I'm ready to go to bed or go in my room to lay down. I can play it in there before I go to sleep. And then you won't sleep at all? Exactly. (laughs) And then then all of a sudden you'll be like, crap, why is my alarm going off? I haven't even gone to bed yet. I haven't even finished I haven't even finished customizing my character. What the heck? <laughs> oh, jeez. Like I said last episode, I, I go in and make it look as much like me as possible, put myself in the game, and that's it. And I'm rolling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and with how in-depth character creation is, you're going to be at it for a while. Yeah, I don't want to make it look like me. I don't want to get attacked on site by all the NPCs. <laughs> I mean... Oh, we're going to get in that in here. And we're going to get into that in just a second. But the last thing on the news, um, this is... Conf- well, it's not so much confirmed but it was a screenshot taken from someone in a different country that made went all over the news about it on steam and that's that it appears that starfield's going to launch with 50 achievements on steam now that doesn't say anything like what the xbox achievements are going to be or anything like that and it could be more could be less but that's apparently what it looks like right now i'm not an achievement guy i can really care less but i know some of you guys out there do get into that so there you go. I know it, consoles, it's bigger thing for achievements. Um, yeah. Steam, not so much. A lot of people I see play Steam don't really care about the achievements, and they don't really notice when they get them. Yeah, it's yeah. a console thing. And if it follows suit, I mean, they assign points to each achievement and stuff, and if, if it follows suits with the other Bethesda games, it's going to be somewhere around 1,400 achievement points because that's pretty much what every other game has been. So <clears throat> I would... Anticipate that sounds like a pretty good number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would know. For one, I don't have an Xbox, which... <clears throat> hey, Microsoft. <clears throat> over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, me either. I don't, I, I don't have an Xbox. I've always been a PlayStation guy, but I mean, I could be swayed if I, you know, played it right? on Xbox enough. You know, I don't know. <laughs> That's so, going to be a hard one. Ooh. I always looked at achievements as kind of like this, just this EP thing that you have with your buddies, and that's it. Uh, it's actually come a long way from when Xbox originally came out. It now is one of those where they've got developers have gotten creative with their achievements, and they can achieve you for being a really bad player too. Which it's yeah. just ways to make people laugh when that achievement pops up on your screen. That Xbox achievement pops up on your screen, yeah, and then you're like, oh, oh, I can't believe I'm that that bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. In my experience with achievements, I've gotten a lot. Like, I've 100%ed several games on PlayStation. It just kind of gives you, once you've beaten the game, it gives you something to do. It gives you something to strive for because they're just little, you know, little fun challenges here. 
you know, I don't know. I like them. It, it, here, it gives you something to do. Here's a question for you. How much will they affect the replayability of a game that is so huge that you're not going to get to a replay point at this point? I don't know. I'm guessing a lot of the ach- <laughs> I'm guessing a lot of the achievements are going to be progress based. So like you can get them maybe in one playthrough, or there might be like they always have one type of achievement in there where you know beating the main story in a certain amount of time. Discover so a thousand a planets. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Discover all planets in the system. <laughs> and or, I read an article. Beat the game in under six hours. It's like, uh, okay. And I read an article, every planet's supposed to be the size of Skyrim, so good luck with that. <laughs> well, I'd imagine, like, the moons wouldn't be, but the populated, from what I read, it was, like, the populated planets, so the ones that have, that were pre-designed. Mm-hmm. That, that's no moon. That's a space station. <laughs> oh, could you imagine if you could build a Death Star in that game? Oh, I'm going for it. That was our, our salad, the appetizer of the show. So we're going to get into the meat and potatoes. And we're going to start with the character creation, which is basically is going to be the first thing you're going to get into in the game anyway. So I figured great place to start. And Rook, he's been he's been researching the crap out of this. So there's, it's it's all you, man. There's so much in this game. First of all, you've got a lot. I mean, they go based on yeah, your you, you body type. Your, yeah, your biometric ID, uh, which is your basic personnel record, how you initially look before you start breaking everything down um one thing i noticed when you're looking through all the tabs though uh, one thing that made it interesting to me is each section instead of just having this bar with a lot of lines on it for each preset or just the bar moving across a certain distance for each preset like in the fallout games this one they make it look like a little dna strip that you read uh, that you see in like these crime shows and stuff and it's actually pretty cool but uh, your base model starts with your biometric ID that's your first tab you have one two three four five tabs the three ta- the five tabs are biometric ID body face background and traits uh, so your biometric ID is just your base then you go into your body your body um, triangle for thin heavy and muscular with muscular being the top and thin being the left and heavy being the right a, I have a question for you so I remember yep. on one of the videos I watched, they were talking about how they actually did um, face scanning. It was like 30 or 40 real people and then use that as the base for all the character, like facial creation. Yeah, there are 40 presets to pick from. A lot all, more yeah. than any of the others. And that was done and that, with real people. Yeah. I mean, you look like a person. You don't look like Fallout, how their character generator, the presets all look like just morphs of the same face. Nah, this is different faces, different complexions of every face. So you could, if you wanted to, make yourself look like uh, a different movie star. I can't remember his name. <laughs> like Vin Diesel and Rock had a love child? Yeah, or... Um, oh, that escalated quickly. <laughs> a 1980s action star, Rosman. Uh, one of the screenshots they used for the face looks like him, younger. <laughs> But yeah, there's 40 presets, and it's awesome. Um, and this is where you see the first gel electrophoresis band, which is the DNA reading strip, and how it looks. Uh, it's unique. I've never seen one do it like that. And there's a grid 
between the three I told you, thin, heavy, and muscular, and you have a hundred different options to choose from in that. So I was like, there's uh, some games like uh, Ark, mm-hmm. where you can actually pick certain parts of the body, <laughs> like the arms and the legs, and you can adjust them there, or the buttocks. But this is just going to uh, be a preset slider. Yeah, it's going to be a dog. It's going to be a preset slider for the body. They don't go into a lot of depth. Uh, they give you two options for body type. You got the body triangle to adjust how heavy and muscular you want to be. And then they give you several different options for skin tone. Um, okay, yeah, that's the basic stuff. Yeah, that's the basic stuff. They give you walk style, though. <laughs> I really wanted to look like a bodybuilder who skips leg day. <laughs> Oh. From based on what I'm seeing from my research, it doesn't look like you have that much of uh, options. Dang it! <laughs> Where they go into heavy options for customization is the face. Yeah, if you remember uh, Fallout Four, that was like one of the most robust uh, mm-hmm. facial recreation that they did, and it, you're looking in that mirror and you do it. And they've already said that this is more, far more than just that. Did they let you? I, I noticed um, in the video they talked about like with the face and stuff, you could adjust the teeth and everything like that. Could you do that in Fallout 4? I don't remember. No. Let's see. Uh, uh, is that one of the new features? Fallout never let you adjust the teeth. And in the face for Starfield, you can do skin tone, head shapes, hair, hair color, facial hair, facial hair color, eyes, eye color, teeth, jaw, chin, neck, nose, ears, cheeks, mouth. Uh, jewelry, the color of the jewelry, and the dermesthetic. Now, this is the first game out of every RPG I've ever played that lets you adjust your teeth. Yeah, I was going to say, that one's a new one. <laughs> Everything else I've yeah, seen before in other games, but that one? <laughs> I, I can see people just goofing around and making redneck characters with missing oh, teeth, yeah. looking like they're drunk. <laughs> totally going with a, with, a, with a redneck assassin, you know, with the <laughs> little <laughs> butt teeth in the front, missing the rest. Throwing a little snaggle tooth here. Yeah, yeah. That's and each <laughs> and each one of these, there's like I'm looking at a screenshot of this, and the hair still has a few more options, and it's at number forty on the preset <laughs> from the screen get from the screen grab from the video. So yeah, there's a lot of options. I would like to see a but game the, that actually like lets you do like a barber thing. They put you in a chair, and you have little clippers, and you can do your own. Like, grow out the hair and then start cutting it. <laughs> oh, that would annoy so many people. I want I want it to be able to read my webcam and read my face. And put oh, my... I've seen games do that before. That would we'll be... just oh. take shots of you and then put you into the game and you just adjust it as you want? Just I know uh, the first game of uh, sports games used to uh, did that one time, and MLB The Show actually does that now for their um, career mode. You can actually do that. But I've never seen it in anything but sports games. People hmm. still play sports games? Yeah, we play it all the time. I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, I, I play my fair share of Madden. Yeah, Jeremy I'm and surprised I... Madden's still around. <laughs> all right, so we got the facial, which is going to be extremely detailed, where it's going to annoy the crud out of me, trying to make myself look like me. Um, and based on everything I've seen, that's where you're going to want most of your detail because a lot of your body is going to be in a suit anyway. So you're right, going to really yeah. see a lot of it. That's true. That's um, probably why they didn't go into d- as much depth. With I didn't even the, think uh, about that until body. you mentioned it. Yeah, they yeah. totally slipped my mind until you just said that too. I mean, 
outside of when you're on your ship, like when are you really going to be walking around without your suit on? So, yeah, that's a very sense. good point. I mean, when you get uh, into, like a, a relationship with one of your crew, you mean <laughs> makes me wonder if they're doing relationships, but that's for they another. are. They've so, confirmed it. They nice. have confirmed it. With, that's good. Yeah, I think it's with um, the primary because you get there's a whole bunch of people you can get as crew, but your primary story crew members or the ones that can become crew, those are the ones that you can actually initiate um, relationships with. And they talked about how the main character of um, I just forgot the name of the main organization that we're going to be going with. Constellation. Yeah, yeah Constellation. Constellation. That really that uh, that hottie who's the leader. Yeah, oh, yeah. she's she's um. She's a, you're able to have a, a relationship with her. So how good have graphics come in a game that you can say a character is a hottie in a video game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I started okay, in 16 bit me, days, man. Tell me you didn't have a crush on Tifa from Final Fantasy VII. Come on. Well, uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, I did. Well, yeah. Um, or better yet, Street Fighter II, Chun-Li. Or more Thunder Kombat. Thighs. Or Cammy. Uh, yeah. There was Cammy too. Oh, yeah. Well, Thunder Thighs. But, you know. Cosplay and cameo. I'm not going into that. We're moving on. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Let's go to backgrounds. Everybody's favorite. Well, this part is of the this. part. Yeah, I'm really interested in. Everybody yeah. wants to know this part. All right. So there are going to be several backgrounds. Um, they are basically your origin story for your character, and each background gives you three starting skills. An example is the combat medic. Um, it gives you pistol certification, medicine, and wellness. Uh, according to the interview with Todd Howard, he says there's 20. Um, I'm going to go with that versus what I saw on the deep dive because the deep dive only showed 16, but yeah, the scroll bar the right scroll, next yeah. to it. So that's going to be nice. I don't know what they all are. I just know what the first 16 are. And... For reference, you can be a beast hunter, a bouncer, a bounty hunter, a chef if you want to be a cook in the game. Go around cook those exotic meals yeah. or those exotic beasts. <laughs> Combat medic, a cyber runner, a diplomat, explorer, and that's just some. I can I can see like the majority of people who play Bethesda games are going to go with explorer. Or bounty Probably, hunter. Probably, yeah. or bounty hunter. Um, yeah, bounty hunter is usually a pretty popular one. I already know what I'm doing. I'm going to talk I about that later. I do know later. a lot of people I've used the game with, especially in like Star Wars Galaxies, would play a beast hunter where they could go and tame the beasts. Um, What do you guys think about this? I heard during the uh, the, the videos I've seen, they, uh, it was, they said that these, the starting skills for each tree that you start with are not locked in stone. No, they're not. Uh, you, uh, you can change up your skills as you want in-game. Uh, definitely not set in stone. It's just these backgrounds give you a basis for starting your skills. Right. And it, depending on what you pick, can actually change consequences for uh, different chats with NPCs and things like that. They, they, they give examples of that in some of the videos. Like the... Um, the beast hunter one. Mm-hmm. So depending what you what you pick can have an effect on different chats and different storylines in the game from what we can tell so far. That one's more like how the perks happened in and or your special happened in Fallout where you'd have 
if it was something related to one of your stats being high enough, you could choose that. Or if you had one of the perks, like a lady killer, and you're talking to a woman, it would pop up a special dialogue option in Fallout for you. It's pretty much that same kind of thing, um, totally what Joe's lady, talking about. Going lady killer all the way, man. Hey, they don't have lady killer in this one, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to find a way to make it happen. <laughs> they have Ronin. No, no. Right. For, for you, Professor would be the best. <laughs> I'm gonna do something. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say it now. I'm gonna do something a little crazy. As we get closer to the game, like maybe a week or so before launch, I'm gonna we'll, we'll put a poll up on the Starfield Raw Twitter and and the Facebook, and I am going to let the listeners pick which one I pick. Oh, that'll be very, very interesting. It'll make it a really randomized character for you. Yep, and it'll 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 probably be as weird and freaky as possible. So, I am going to put a poll up about a week before launch, and we'll let you guys pick which starting background I choose. Now, do you mean worldwide launch or the pre-launch? Pre-launch, pre-launch, obviously, because I mean we're all going to be on the part of the pre-launch, so. I'm yeah, be yeah. My, my character then. So, yeah. Um, so about a week before pre-launch, look for that poll and get your votes in. And <laughs> whatever you guys pick, that's what I. That's that's my starting background. All right, that'll be a good, <laughs> good one. Good luck. <laughs> get good enough with uh, get get more comfortable with the game and actually know everything, and then just put a poll up there to have them pick your traits too. <laughs> oh, because that might get a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, that might get. Eh, I mean, hey. It's it, it's for the fans, right? I mean, it's it's for the listeners, and I mean, it'll be fun one way or the other. I'm gonna have fun with the game, so I may omit a couple traits like hero worshiper or something like you that. You know, you want hero worshiper. I do not want somebody <laughs> running around. Also, a thing to note with backgrounds is, uh, like the chef background, will open up a number of Starfield research projects ahead of time because of your background. So more things will unlock as you go. Uh, with based on your background, and also each background has a special quest chain too. Doesn't there's not a lot of uh, information about that at this oh, point in time though. Uh, I said there's not a lot of information about the special quest chains or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I just didn't know that there was going to be a quest chain. Yep. Yeah, I heard something about that. How it's going to have it like each of them since it's your origin story, it's going to have its own quest chain too. It's like a sub quest, sub story. Yeah. We talked a little bit about the traits last uh, last episode last week. Oh, yeah. That's what I was about to jump into. So there's 16 known so far. As you saw, if you watched the deep dive video, you got Hero Worship, where you had the crazy stalking fan that was uh, creepy as all hell. I'm um, still debating on that one. <laughs> and then there's the trait Wanted, uh, that is random bounty hunter encounters. That's the one we were talking about last week where they're... Uh, would attack you underneath their ship yeah. in the video. Yeah. Then you got that one. Uh, there's a lot of traits, too. Uh, it's You can get three of them, um, but there are traits that you can and can't. You can't take yeah, two like introvert opposing and traits. Introvert yeah. and extrovert. Yeah. You can't take two of them like that at a time, but you can pick up to three, and they all have their own advantages and disadvantages, uh, like... I just said you got the yeah. wanted, which you have bounty hunters coming after you. I don't know what the advantage of that is, but hey, 
if you want to be chased by people, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you get targets. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, um, you don't have to pick them. No, they're optional. They're entirely optional. Uh, they're the only one that's optional, actually. Uh, you have to have a background, but you don't have to have any traits. Oh, yeah, that makes and sense. You can change the traits, I believe, in-game. If I remember the article correct, or not article, but the video correctly, you can change your traits in-game through actions in-game. They just didn't specify. That was the one where he had the gun aimed at a dude. Yeah, and the, cut yeah out. The, fault, the, the crazy fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just um, murder your crazy fan, and then you won't have to worry about being a hero anymore. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> no more adoring fan. But then you're wanted. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was something I, I, I saw. I got a little research in was the um, space police concept. We'll get into that in a different episode, but that's going to be interesting. Oh, there's dude, this thing, based on traits and backgrounds, you can make almost any kind of character you want with no hesitation. Uh, I already know what I'm doing. It, it's locked now, in stone. I don't traits. yet. <laughs> I don't know yet either. I might do the same thing Archon's doing. I'm not sure yet. I got to wait until it's closer to the game to have a little bit more information. Uh, but the backgrounds and the traits leads me into my next thing, the skills. Yeah, that's, so, that's a big important one. It is a big important one. You have five total categories. Physical, social, combat, science, and tech. And each one is a tier system. Novice, advanced, expert, and master. Some of the articles I've read and some of the videos I've seen, to get master, you'll have to complete three in-game missions to unlock the master versions of skills. Uh, it looks like it's going to be really diverse because out of all the skills I've seen, there's like four or five per skill category. I'm going to clarify something too. Um, I know I also saw in the video that talked about it. It's not like Skyrim where you get enough skill points. You can just put it in there and, and advance it in the tier system. Each tier has its own specific requirements that you need to do in order to be able to unlock the next one. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it seems like a pretty complicated system, but also really easy to grasp. I mean, the more you're using a skill, the better chance you have of upgrading it to the next level and so on and so forth. But I did not Plus, know about the missions to unlock Master Tier. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's one of the things I've read, uh, or not read, but watch on a YouTube video of somebody else that was covering skills, and he said that there will be required three missions or Something along those lines to unlock the master, which would make it more interesting. But before you can rank, un uh, unlock rank four, obviously you have to rank up three additional times before you can get there. You have to go through right. the tiers. Right, yeah. You just can't skip them. Yeah. From uh, what I've seen, there's one skill, I believe it's either in science or tech, engineering. That one is very important because that one is all about our next topic, which we'll get into about shipbuilding. Oh, yeah. And you Under can't tech. do, yeah. unless you are like a certain rank of engineer, you can't really do the things you want to do with shipbuilding. So keep that skill in mind. It's also the same for base building, um, outpost engineering to be able to build a base under science. So, yeah, um, building, you're going to need a lot of skill points. The example I have here is to get expert physical skills, you can't you can't purchase any of them until a minimum of ten skill points have been invested across lower lower tier phys, lower tier physical skills. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. it's I a like lot that. like 
uh, I play Star Trek Online, and they had went to a tier system for their skills, and it's a lot like that. So it'll be useful. Um, I'll be interested to seeing how I can build my character and how long it takes to build my character the way I want them built to be able to get to where I can do what I want to do in the game. I'm wondering how much of this, like, our in-game experiences will kind of dictate which way we go with the skills. That's a good question. I know with me, I tend to lean more towards the explorer side. So I would probably lean more towards the science and tech side versus the social and combat side. Mm, but nice. then again, you might need a lot of social and stuff for explorer. So possibly. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. I do it's know it's definitely going to be something that you're going to want to pay attention to because those skills are going to be super vital late in the game. And I'm guessing I could be off here, but I'm guessing you're not going to be able to max them all. So, um, yeah, well, wanna, that makes sense. Right. So you're going to want to pay attention to which ones you're you know, putting points into you because... I'm also wondering if it's, if it's a permanent thing. Like, once you put a point in, is there a way to undo it? Or is it more realistic where you've learned that skill, you're not going to just forget it? Now, that is something interesting because I haven't read anything about that. I know you can change your traits, but I haven't seen anything about being able to change skill points. Yeah, that's probably something we won't know until we actually get in the game and find out for ourselves. There's a lot of this that we're not going to know until then. Or at least yeah. until we get a little closer to launch. I need to start listening to more of the interviews they're having because there's a lot of stuff that's coming out in interviews too lately. Is there anything else about character creation you want to go into, buddy? Uh, this is that the deep dive was co covered a lot of uh, the general yeah, stuff. I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk more about the generalization and how cool it is that they're using a D DNA uh, reader style thing for your skin tone and your facial selections and your personnel record. And I had this thought that I wish, I hope Bethesda maybe someday will do. And that's all your selections create your DNA profile so that you can export. Oh, and, and go into other games? Yeah, and go into other games at a later date. That's that would be cool. That's actually yeah, that very interesting. Kind of, that would be kind of fun. Yeah, where you could just carry over your, your character creation and stuff and not have to like go through the whole process every time. Like when they finally launch Elder Scrolls mm -hmm. 6? Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a big win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's happening. Well, They've already confirmed that. It's just... Wait, well, man. they they had a bigger project on the books right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're right. about to see it come to fruition in about uh, a month. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. God, I can't wait. Thunder. Yeah, if y'all have any questions about character building, hit me up in email. Uh, hit me up on my Twitter. I will... Do the research. I will find the answer, and I will get back to y'all with that. But uh, but that's all I got for character right. building at this point in time. Thanks, dude. That was mm -hmm. actually very interesting. You, you hit up a couple of things that I didn't even know about, and I've done a lot of research on a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah you, also, <laughs> you also reminded me about the 40 presets I had to choose. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time, too. All right, so we got ship building. That's S-H-I-P. Just be, you know... Clarify yep. that. And uh, yep. <laughs> Archon's been got, got into that one pretty deep. So what do you got, man? Well, I mean, just when you think it's it's finally over. I've got my character made. The hard part of the game is over. Yeah. Then you get in and you get your ship. Mm -hmm. And 
That's just <laughs> a bunch of ship. You, the ship has probably just about as many customizations as your character does. It's it's so in depth. There's 13 different modules that you can add to your ship. Um, just I mean, they have your cowling, your field tanks, your shield generators, um, your dock, your grav drive. Uh, you have three different types of weapons you can add to your ship: the lasers, ballistic missiles, and regular missiles. Your habitat living quarters, your engines, your cockpits, your cargo holds, your bays, your reactors, and your landing gear, and all of that make up your ship. And you can customize every single piece of it. Like your cowling is going to be a little bit more of like your armor, and it's going to like help you like build what you want your ship to look like, which is kind of cool. Um, and yeah, that's that that cosmetic stuff, right? Yeah, that that that's kind of like your cosmetic stuff. Um, it does add a little bit of like a, a little bit of hit points to your your, your shield generators and your um and your uh, your hull are going to be your two hit points. Um, your shields are going to be like your little bonus hit points, and then once your shields wear out, then they're attacking your hull. Obviously, um, sounds like that'll be the same as most space games, though. Yeah, kind of to an extent, but. See, here's the thing is, like, everything on your ship can be upgraded. Everything can get stronger. Everything can get, you know, you can make it smaller if you want it. Because, like, say you're, say you want to be a cargo freighter and you don't really, you know, have a whole lot of use for guns. You can, you know, take the guns out and just give yourself a bigger warp drive and a bigger, you know, engine and a, and, and a bigger cargo hold and stuff like that. So you can get through space faster without getting attacked. Or say you want to be a fighter pilot. You can put mega weapons on your thing and just <laughs> huge shields. Oh, I am and, totally doing that. And, yeah. And, and you, I mean, why am I but, picturing this really small ship with this really big engine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a racer. But the greatest part about it is, is is each of the components and the modules you can add to your ship aren't just a stat upgrade. Um, they're not just going to make your ship stronger, but each one can be visually upgraded as well. Like, you can, you can paint your ship down to a hex coat. Like, if you know a hex coat for a certain color that you want, you can put that in, and it'll give you the color on your ship. You can make every component of your ship a different color if you want to. You can, I mean... And then on top of that, you get your ship just looking just absolutely sweet. So, and you're like, man, I love this thing. This this ship looks so great. But then you could go inside your ship and customize hold it. On, hold on, hold on one second. So you're saying that I, I could actually make my dream of the rainbow unicorn death pony a reality? Yeah. Sweet. Sure Microsoft you Paint, here I come. <laughs> there you go. Rainbow unicorn death pony. And then, and then when you go inside... You can customize everything inside too. Uh, I mean, everything oh, up man. like your habitats. You can you can actually fully explore with your character every single module of your ship. Wait, 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 wait. That that's can a problem. Change, can you change the color of your weapons? The actual color of the lasers. Oh, like when they shoot. I don't know. Because then I you could make your rainbow your uh, death unicorn sh fart rainbows. Rainbow I, unicorn death pony. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can get <laughs> multiple. You can get multiple different lasers and things like that um, from different vendors and stuff like that. So I would assume that you can get some that shoot different colors. But I don't know one hundred percent for sure that you can. Um, 
but it sounds reasonable. You have one shooting, one laser shooting blue, one shooting red, <laughs> one shooting green. And... Another thing, I, mi- I brought this up in last week, is they, they mentioned that the three basic weapon types. I'm just still curious if they're going to add more to that. With this kind of a game, you would think well, that they what, would. What would you add to it? Lasers, some kind of ballistic, like and missiles cover alien, a lot of processes. It does, but some kind of like alien grav weapons or something. I don't know. Nukes? Yeah. That would fall under missiles. But like, if you, I don't know. Like a, a tractor beam or a, I th- I or think like a, sh- one of those like pulse things that pulses out in a circle. What I think they should have done was energy, ballistic, and missiles. Because then you could have covered a lot bigger basis on oh, weapons yeah. types. Just lasers, yeah. Audio. Audio weaponry. <laughs> Just piss them off before you take them out. Well, here's the problem, sir. EMTs. <laughs> on a spaceship, what good is audio going to do for you in space? No. Oh, EMP. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, they need an EMP. That's what I meant to say. They need an EMP. Just shut them down. <laughs> yeah, when I go pirate, I can board them easier. Yeah, that, that's another thing that you can do. I mean, if, if you want to... If you want to do space combat and stuff like that, you can build your ship for space combat and you can actually board other people's ship, like other ships, like NPC ships, and take them over and and take them. The one thing about that, though, is they do have like a registered and unregistered ships. And if you're out there stealing ships, they're not going to be registered. Give me all of your sandwiches. I want all (laughs) of your sandwiches, your sweet rolls. I am making a sandwich collection. Just be careful not to take an arrow to the knee. Yeah, you don't want that. Right. Correct. I'm sorry, um, man. Go ahead. You were saying? <laughs> well, I was talking about the registered versus unregistered ships, and there oh, are right, penalties yeah. in certain ports and stuff. Like, if you have an unregistered ship, you may not be able to land at certain ports. You may not be able to trade at certain ports. You may get charged extra. Um, so there are penalties for not registering the ship. And let's talk uh, about gotta, the, what is an unregistered ship. It's when you take over, like what I was just talking about, being a pirate. You steal yeah, a ship. You steal their ship. Yeah, when you steal their ship. But I have heard, and it did. They did. They did kind of touch in the video about how stealing ships is a is a pretty good way to make money. Here's a question I have for you: Can you steal ships, break them down for their components to upgrade your ship? Yes. Ooh. You can. Um, everything I've read so far says that any ships you steal, you can break down the components, and they're fully customizable as well. So if you steal a ship and want to make it look a little different or change something on it or completely tear it apart and chop shop it, you can. So now my next question, since you've been doing all the research, can you land your ship at and do the modifications at any base that you build, or is it only at certain locations? Anywhere where there is, uh, what is his name? Um, it's it's like an, a port engineer. Anywhere okay. there's a port engineer, you can talk to him, and it puts you in shipbuilding mode. So if you once, can... you're, once you're in the shipbuilder mode, then, then you can do pretty much anything to your ship. And so that would be awesome, because if you can put one on your own base, then you don't have to worry about it being a registered versus unregistered ship. Correct, and there are a lot of places, like, I mean, you could go to a lot of, like, the outlying systems and stuff like that with unregistered ships, where it's, like, you know, the 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 more scummy planets where they don't really care anyway, and that's where you're going to, you know, sell them and things like that. Speaking of, like, your ships in general, um, 
One thing you need to keep in mind, and, and it's pretty important, is um, your grav drive and your engine. Because your grav drive is going to be what helps you jump between different systems. The bigger grav drive you have, the further you're going to be able to jump at a time without having to stop. Um, if you have just a, like a small grav drive, you're not going to be able to make it all the way to the other side of the, the galaxy. You have to, you know, stop, make several jumps and refuel. And it's it's a lot bigger of a pain. So you do want to make sure you upgrade your grav drive. And your engine is the most important piece in your entire ship because that the reactor that, be. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. You you yes, you're right. I, I apologize. I was talking about the reactor. The reactor is the most important part of your ship because the reactor is what powers your entire ship. Um the bigger your reactor, the more power allocations you get. And each piece of your ship requires power. So um, you can have, like, say you have your reactor has 12 power or whatever, and you have 13 modules on your ship. That means something's not going to have power. And, and you're, you can adjust the power how you want it. So, like, if you're, you get attacked, obviously you're going to want to put most of your, you know, bump a bunch of power into your shields and things like that. Because like, the more yeah. power the more power you, you allocate into something, the stronger it gets. So if if you're just kind of a little wuss and you want to run away, then you allocate all your power to your engine and just take off. But if you want to fight, then you put it in your shields and your weapons and you go to town and then steal their ship and then go sell it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And one of my absolute favorites things about the ships is that you're not locked into one. You can have multiple ships. Oh, oh yeah. If you yeah. want, if you want one that's you, that's your starfighter, cool. If you want one that's your cargo ship, you can have one of those too. Um, as far as what I saw, they didn't really say that there was a limit to the number of ships you can have. So, I mean, you could just go crazy. And if you're somebody who likes to create ships, um, like I mentioned this last week, well, I'm it, sure there's going to be some kind of limit, like docking space that you have to pay for, or whatever storage space, something. Yeah, there's got to be something, but it's um, probably going. It's probably going to be docking space or something it, like that. It's probably going to be limited to how many credits you have, and I mean, if you have lots of money, then you'll be able to have more. Or um, they do something like No Man's Sky, where it's based on how many uh, landing pads you have on your home base. That could be as well. And as there's more information about it, I'll I'll, I'll be sure to let you guys know. I say I know I'm going to have at least two ships. I'm going to have my fighter and I'm going to have my my cargo ship. Yeah, same, same. But like the, the one cool thing that I really I really enjoyed learning about was like just how you build the ships. Um, when you're actually in ship building mode, everything kind of like breaks apart, and there's these like little blue circles that are basically like Legos. And any Snap blue points, circle, yeah. Can, yeah, any blue circle can connect to any other blue circle. It's it, it reminds me, like I said last week, a lot of like gummy ship building in Kingdom Hearts, except not nearly as complicated. <laughs> like <laughs> you can put any piece of your ship anywhere you want. If you want the engine right behind the cockpit, you can put it there. It's a silly place for it, but you can <laughs> put it there. It, I mean, you could put any piece anywhere. There's a blue circle that it'll click to. It's it, it's like built like. Like I said just a minute ago, it's like building with Legos. 
that's that's the way they described it in the video as well it's like it they made it as simple as possible to where anybody can do it and it's it's going to be such a great time well that's what you want is you want an in-depth builder but you also don't want to make it too so complicated where it won't be used that often by younger generations yeah. i'm gonna go nuts i'm gonna spend way more time in this and yeah. the, the base building than i ever will on my character customization <laughs> same um especially the ship building like my base yeah i'll probably spend some time on it but the ships man i'm gonna have like at least a couple of them and they're all gonna just be like exactly what i'm envisioning yeah so, and we have an email about that later on in the show actually we'll get into that but we got the registering registered unregistered what we can do the snap on is there anything else on it like like maintenance you gotta upkeep the ships yes um they did mention that as like especially with space battles as you're taking damage to your ship um if you happen to get hit by an asteroid or something if you do any form of damage to your ship to your hull your shields anything you do have to pay maintenance to repair those um and you can do those you can do that at like the space hubs oh yeah another big thing that you need to um really pay attention to is your crew when it comes to your ships um yeah. <laughs> the different the different modules you can add modules for your crew and you can only have the number of crew that your modules allow you to so if you add like a science station then you can add it'll say plus one to crew and you can add a crew member there and it really synergizes well because you want to make sure that your crew matches your ship so if you have a science station you're going to want somebody on your crew that has you know skill in science so that they can make the most out of your science lab or if you have like there's there's one for chefs there's there, there's a um a, a habitat living quarter for chefs where they will create better food and things like that so you want like a chef on board that is is going to utilize the different things that you put on your ships so, wait 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 you're sitting here telling me i can't go get no John Doe or Jane Doe and just throw them on a ship and hope they're good at everything? <laughs> you can. Sure, he, why not? He, it won't be optimal, but you can. <laughs> I, I'm I can sorry, hope, sir. I, I, I can I, hope I, to be. <laughs> do I press this button, sir? I can hope they're right, as good as they are, but they might not be. Uh, you said go to light speed? Oh, land? Uh, <laughs> land at light speed? <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want light speed? Oh, wait, so I didn't either jettison half the ship? <laughs> Not that kind of light. Got it. Yeah. So you, you do want to, like, your crew is, is, is going to be something that you want to handpick, and you, you're going to format them to your needs. So, like, you'll as you travel throughout the galaxy and stuff like that, you're going to find different crew, and you're going to interact with them, and they're going to want to join, and then you say, yes, come join me. I really need a science officer. Awesome. You want to yeah. pay attention good. to that. The thing I'm thinking of now is, though, uh, Captain Harlock Space Pirate and building my own space pirating crew. Arr. Man, take <laughs> No, actually, I was thinking, uh, <laughs> based on the fact of how customizable you can get with the ship building and uh, whatnot, you could create your own corporation in this game and actually be good at everything from logistics, from mining from uh bounty hunting 
You could do all that with multiple different ships built the way you wanted them to. I will dominate this galaxy with my <laughs> financial prowess. Really, you could. I mean, you're only limited by, like you said, your skill points because you can only, you know, specialize in, in certain things. You can't specialize in everything. But, I mean, you could be mediocre at everything. That's for sure. I'm, I'm curious <laughs> now, I, about I, something. What if, say that there's, there's a science field. I'm wondering if, like, there's certain ship parts for instance that can only be unlocked by doing specific types of research and then doing those research in order in order to be able to unlock it i've seen other games do that before i would say that that would probably be likely i mean based based on i might be able to help answer that because based on what i've researched for backgrounds of character like a chef can un, uh research new chef stuff chef recipes and stuff like that so okay, i would assume that Right. That there's something for shipbuilding in there. Plus, you need, like, sense. especially, like, your engineering. The better you get at engineering, the more modules you'll unlock and stuff, and stuff as well. So, like... Oh, yeah. Like, some of the, the like, obviously, your top reactors and stuff, you're not even going to be able to make those until you're, like, a master at, uh, at engineering. So... But see, Joe's not going to need to worry about that because he's just going to go and steal the ship that has what he wants and break it down and throw it on his ship. And take it. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> add, it, add it to the, you know, the Rainbow <laughs> Unicorn Death Pony. Rainbow <laughs> Unicorn Death Pony. <laughs> All right, we got a couple of emails, guys. So yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and the first one came in from Luke, and he says, uh, Hey, guys, Holy Spaceball is only a month away. Yeah, dude, we know. With the game being so close, all I can think about is traversing the known galaxy in my starship, which will be inspired by the USCSS Prometheus from Prometheus. And I gotta love those fine VTOL engines. So my question is, what starships will yours be inspired by, if any? I will have... I, I, if you listen to the last show, you already know. I will have at least one ship that is inspired by Firefly. But... <laughs> Most of my ships are going to be just based off of whatever I think looks sweet. Like I'm not, I'm not going to try and make anything in specific. Like any, I'm not going to copy anything. I'm just going to try and make something really awesome. But I, my fighter, it might, it might be very Fireflyish. <laughs> yeah. So Firefly, that's one of the ones I was thinking of when I was at work the other day. I was like. How cool would it be if you could just build a Firefly ship? But then I was wondering, can you actually angle things at an angle so you can actually get that shape of the Firefly-class ship? Well, that's but, what the cowlings are for, so it's possible. Yeah. But for me, I'm going to... I, I'm a big fan of the real-life U.S. Navy's F-14 Tomcat. Um, I also like the Robotex fighter because it's the more spacefaring version of that. So I'm going to try making a fighter somewhat similar to that. But a lot of my ships may be inspired by uh, the UNSC frigates from Halo, actually, because those actually do look cool. Nice. Yeah, they do. I I'm going full Star Trek. I'm going to make a fighter. Of course you that, are. Yeah, it's going to be a Klingon bird of prey. <laughs> they, they just look so freaking sweet. But then I'm thinking if I do a secondary combat ship, or even if I'm going to do a cargo base, I'm going to do something like looks like the uh, uh, USS Defiant. It was a very interesting looking ship, and I don't really like the look of like the regular science vessels, the, the exploration vessels. I know, sue me. But I don't think it would work very well. I mean, it could be cool to try to make an Enterprise 
you know, as, as your exploration vehicle, but that'd be tough. That would be a lot of resources in game to make because that's huge. If you guys are going Star Trek, then I guess that that obligates me to go I'm Star going... Wars and make a Star Destroyer. <laughs> no, I'm gonna make the Enterprise and Star Trek and make it housed um, X wings from Star Wars. X wings would be cool, but I mean, it would either have to be a massive X wing or just have <laughs> nothing to it <laughs> except for <laughs> an engine, a cockpit, and some cowling and weapons that is all it is <laughs> i mean you wouldn't have you wouldn't be able to have any crew you wouldn't be able to have anything on it no but the x-wing is literally a fighter so you wouldn't need it yeah else. yeah just go in there build up the biggest engine you can with the biggest uh, power plant and all the guns nah but realistically on how some of the builds i've seen work I figured the UNSC ships would be the better layout f until I get an idea of how the shipbuilding works and then upgrade from there. I mean, the sky is the limit. I, I, I've seen videos of people who have made Optimus Prime, so. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to go that crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm making, that's it. I'm making the Power Rangers. Uh, Megazord. Megazord. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, don't do it. Yes. Parasol. That would be hilarious. I have five fighters that you actually park together and they turn into one giant ship. <laughs> nice. Uh, so Archon, do you want to take on the second email? Uh, yeah, we got an uh, email from a listener named Steven. He said, hey guys, I love the show so far. Thank you very much. Uh, I was just wondering if there was an ideal crew makeup that you should use for mac maximum effectiveness. I wish we knew. Yeah, I that's... Honestly, I don't even think Bethesda knows, to be honest, because of how diverse it sounds like it's going to be. Oh, I'm sure. And I, and I mean, honestly, I think it's going to depend on what you want to do. I mean, obviously, if, if, if you want to run a science vessel that um, has a lot of crafting and, and cargo and stuff, then yeah, you you're going to need followers that are, that, that. that are geared toward that. Or if you want, you know, combat and, you know, shipbuilding things like that then you're going to mm -hmm. want some the ones that are geared toward that so basically it's going to depend on you and it's also the, and the way you used, play. the crews are also used for your bases as well not just your ships so for i i got a feeling that there's still going to be separate entities you'll have a crew on your base and then a crew on your ship yeah that that's pretty much ever they were alluding to from what i saw yeah. in the video sounds like uh, that'll be interesting um but to answer that question i don't think I don't think there's a good answer to that just because everybody's play style will be different. Like me, for uh, my thing, I'm going to be building a ship that can do mining and stuff. I'm not going to need a crew that's good at combat because I'm not going to be shooting people that much. I'll be running. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how I'm going to do that. I, I haven't decided yet. I mean, I guess it depends on what I get... What class I get picked? So, I mean, we're not going to really be able to answer this question until we get closer to the until game, we've... not in game. Yeah, yeah, probably more of an in game answer. So, Stephen, we'll come back to your question once we actually have experience or have more information about the crews and uh, at least the main character crews to understand what we're going to be able to work with. Right. Yeah. Well, guys, we've reached the end of our episode. Um, Archon, you have a little shout-out you want to do? 
Yeah, I would like to give a couple shout-outs um, to a couple Facebook groups. Number one would be the Starfield Bethesda Game Studios uh, Facebook group, and also the Starfield Xbox community. Both of those uh, communities have welcomed me in with open arms and gave me the go-ahead to go ahead and promote the show on, on their on their site so that some of our listeners who are listening today have probably come from those groups. So I just want to give them a shout-out and say thanks for letting us advertise and Hopefully you guys like the show and keep listening. Thanks a lot, guys. So I'm making a shout out to one of our fellow co-hosts. I was against this originally, but uh, I've done a little bit of reading lately and I was thinking about it. And um, Mr. Widget here is an author. And uh, I think y'all should go check out his books. Uh, Widget, do you want to tell more about your books, sir? Heck yeah. Uh, it's a series. They were my first book is called Emperor of Continua. It was released back in 2013 originally, but it got republished through Amazon. And I've finished the second book and released it last December, and that's called Guardian of Came. Um, take a look at them. They're available on ebook, phys- they're and both physical copies, so paperback and hardback copies. Emperor of Continua and Guardian of Came, and it's called the Draman Saga. Yeah, if you are a fan of fantasy novels, they're a good read. So they're epic fantasy. So a lot along the same lines as uh, Lord of the Rings. Now, if we can get authorization to make stories through in the Starfield universe, you could write novels based on Starfield universe. You know what? I, <laughs> I would do that. I totally would. I uh, know you That'd would. Be awesome. <laughs> they give me permission to do that. Heck yeah! I'd well, build something off of our three playthroughs and kind of blend them together. That that would be pretty cool. That'd be fun. All right, guys, so we want to thank you for listening. Um, please give us uh, your five-star reviews on iTunes and Audible and wherever else they do the, the reviews. I know that half of them do, half of them don't. They help us a lot, help get the word out about the show. Uh, that is if you think it's worth five stars. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. And we love any feedback y'all give us, too. As yes. y'all have seen with Archon, we run with y'all's feedback. We appreciate everybody's feedback and your comments and for listening. And until next week, which next week I believe we're going to be talking about combat, and I don't think we decided on the second topic yet. Uh, we haven't decided the second topic, but uh, well, I think one of the suggestions out. was base building, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Uh, it depends on how much information's out there. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll announce it on Twitter and Facebook so you guys can get a heads up on what we're going to be talking about. And you can send in your emails. And our email address is starfieldraw at gmail.com, or you can message us on Facebook or Twitter, and we'll talk about them on the air like we just did with Steven and Luke. So you can also follow the show on Twitter. That's at starfieldraw. And you can follow me, Joe the Widget, at the Widget, W-I-G-I-T. You can follow me, Rook, at Rook213. And you can follow me, Archon, at TheArchon606. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and have an awesome, awesome week. Peace out, everybody. See you next week.